0: Mary Beth Shank is the vice president of Meyer Shank Racing, the newly crowned Indianapolis 500 champions. Mary Beth, first of all, congratulations! Thanks so much for joining us this week. Uh, what does the day-to-day of a vice president of Meyer Shank Racing look like? Uh, thanks,
1: Katie. Um, it's been a whirlwind week. Uh, thanks for having me. So. Um, my day-to-day is uh, I handle pretty much all the financial controlling of MSR, including accounts payable, accounts receivable, payroll, all the fun things like taxes, <laughs> everything financial. Um, Michael and I, uh, we, first of all, we've been together 30 years. We've been married uh, 26 Michael and I have grown the business from ground one, and he and I uh, make all major business, business decisions together, and now with the help of Jim Meyer, um, you know, we collaborate together on all major decisions.
0: Yeah, you mentioned it. You're married to Michael Shank of Meyer Shank Racing, of course. Why was it important for you to not just be a wife and to play such an active role within the team? Well,
1: because with this kind of lifestyle, first of all, he's gone so much that um, to be a part of it is is for, is part of our relationship, and um, we, back in the day, way back in the day when I had a full-time job that was pretty much the only one bringing in the income or or the, most of it and the benefits and stuff, it took a long time for it to grow until I could um, put that aside and come to MSR uh, full-time. And back then we had other people doing all the controlling, and truthfully, no one cares about the bottom dollar more than Michael and I. So when I was able to come full-time, um, it, it was just like organic the way it grew.
0: You know, I love the saying, beside every good man is a great woman. How do you feel like that saying plays into your relationship, not only as a marriage, but also really as a business partnership? Yeah.
1: Uh, Michael has said many times that, you know, I, I wasn't, I knew zero about racing. so I, So I wasn't a fan. I wasn't passionate about it like he is. And thank goodness he has that part. But um, because I didn't grow up having the passion, I was the more level-headed one and um, watched our money and made sure we grew the
0: right way. So if you're the level-headed one, when Michael came to you and said, I want to start a race team, (laughs) what was your reaction?
1: (laughs) Well, first of all, he was doing it on a much smaller Um, scale back then so we started dating in 1999 and at the time he was driving but working on other people's cars usually um, amateur racers that was doing it for fun and he was working on people's cars to um, to make a living and make him his dream of becoming a driver come true then over the years he um, realized that let's focus on the on the team ownership part, and uh, he hung up his helmet, and uh, little by little, we got to where we are
0: today. Little by little, grew into an Indy 500 race-winning team as well, only five years at Indianapolis, and you reached the pinnacle. So what was yes. that day like?
1: <laughs> Amazing. I mean... I've known Michael for 30 years, and that's all he's ever dreamt of. And when we were in um, open-wheel racing and then stopped a few years ago, quite a few years ago now, and went to then Grand Am, now IMSA, I almost thought it was it was done. Like, we wouldn't go open-wheel w- racing again. And when we got the op- opportunity in 17, and then Jim Meyer came on, and we – just like seeing somebody that you love that much get exactly what he's always dreamed of.
0: So what's next for you guys then? (laughs) A fifth win for Elio. (laughs) That would be number one.
1: Yeah. Another one would be, um, and a lot of this comes from him, but uh, we'd like to uh, go 2 full-time cars in IndyCar. We'd like to win the championship in the, uh, for Daytona prototype in INSA and we'd like to win the 24 hour Lamont and we're going back there in 2023. So those are all goals.
0: And you've been a part of motorsports, you know, as an active participant, but also along with Michael for a very long time now, how have you seen diversity within race teams change over the years?
1: Um, well, it's changed a lot. Um, Back in the day, in early motorsports, women weren't even allowed in the garages. And now the amount of women in motorsports is improving every day, Um, and I'm very proud to be included in that. Um, You know, it's a male-dominated industry, and any woman that wants to be in motorsports has to be thick-skinned. They have to know that what they're bringing to, to motorsports is important and valuable, and there's a lot more opportunity out there than used to be.
0: What would you, what advice would you give to a woman who maybe maybe is being introduced to motorsports for the first time?
1: Uh, one thing for sure is to get real life experience, and that can be hard in this business because uh, women can be turned away. You know, uh, not taken seriously. But if they start volunteering, helping with any race team um, from amateur on up and just keep on showing up and keep on doing it, eventually they're going to get recognized. They have to be a strong, thick-skinned woman that is, is ready
0: for that. Mary Beth, thanks so much for your advice. It was great catching up with you today. Once again, congratulations on that Indy 500 win. We'll see you soon. Okay, thank you, Katie. I'm Katie Kyle. That's On Track with Diversity for the NTT IndyCar Series.